Monday matinees begin right here on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. Audio drama in the age of Arthur. TheTableRound.com The Immortal Legends of the Table Round Chapter 28 The Beguiling of Merlin Please, Vivian. Please, Vivian. Please, Vivian. Please, Vivian. Please. I need you to focus. Speak to me. What are you seeing? I'm sorry. Wait. I was. I was. I was. Please. You were telling me about what happened to Merlin. Go on. Go on. Go on. I. I don't remember telling you anything about that. What do you mean, what happened to Merlin? We were still at the beginning. Is Merlin hurt? You can show me. Guide us through what happened. Gather your thoughts, and you can take us through these events that led us here. Here? 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 You need to tell me where you were. Let your mind's eye guide us. Where I was? A castle? I see a castle. Which castle? Camelot? Carleone? No, smaller. It's a castle, but it's on a table, surrounded by an army of tiny knights. A man looms over it. Show me what you see. Take us there. What wonderful toys you have, Sir Lancelot. My wee nephew Gareth has tiny lead knights too, but they pale in comparison to your little army. These are no toys, Lady Morgan. This is a model of the castle at Kent. And these here are models of the various siege engines. If they are not toys, then why are you playing with them? Playing? Ha <laughs> ha! Ah, no. We plan to expand the fortifications this summer. I am looking for weaknesses. Flaws I might miss looking from the ground. And here you are, looking down on it like a god from the clouds. How long would it take for these walls to fall? Well, that... Depends. Depends? On what? Many factors. <laughs> the size of the attacking forces and the strength of the defenders. Is that all? <laughs> no, my lady. Also, the time of the year, uh, the stores, the supplies in the fort, uh, and the training of the men. Hmm. But if you knew all that, then you'd know who would be victorious. Oh, well, I suppose yes, but it's not that. So why even bother fighting? <laughs> well, uh, to what? I mean, think. If you could just learn enough about the walls and the enemy in the terrain, you'd already know exactly how the battle will play out. Uh, but lady, 
There is so many variables. If reinforcements can be in sent for, the outcomes of any other battles, the fervor... But if you did know that, you would be able to figure it all out. It would take some math, but couldn't it be done? With enough facts, why couldn't one calculate what must be the outcome? As soon as a conflict starts, we should already know who is inevitably going to triumph. Like you, Sir Lancelot. Moi. Yes, all men fear your prowess in battle. They see you, the three red stripes on your shield, know you are the great Sir Lancelot. And since they know they will be defeated by you, they fall down with nary a touch. <laughs> Saves themselves a beating. Well. Since they know that you will be the winner, they don't even fight. Why can't war be the same? Why insist on going through the bloody motions towards the only possible outcome? Why not just skip right to the result? Now, lady, I respect your great learning, but men are not ingredients in one of Lord Merlin's alchemy recipes. We are not counts and ledgers. There are things that cannot be written on parchment nor figured in an abacus. Like what? Heart. Courage. Faith. Oh. Those. Oui, madame. Those are the virtues that truly change the tide of battle. Yes, of course, Sir Lancelot. Hope, courage, and faith. You are so right. Those are what matter in the end. Thank you for elucidating that to me. Je t'en prie, my lady. You are welcome. Why did you take us there? Why did you take us there? Why did you take us there? Because of the king's sister, Morgan Le Fay. Did Morgan do something to Merlin? He was always afraid of her. Always. Why? Why? Something he foresaw Why? in her. Why? He knew so much about the future, but there were parts, especially, that were faint to him, like patches of shadow on a forest path. Was he right to be afraid? I don't know. No. He was wrong. But she understood something. Something important that frightened him. What did Morgan understand? Inevitability. Show me, Merlin. Why? Who are you? Who are you? Where is Merlin? Why don't you know? Where is he? He came wandering down the road. Where? When? No, back in Brittany, when I was just a girl, still living with my father. I was sitting by a fountain on my father's estate. He was younger then. I mean, he's always been old, but he was more filled with vigour. His eyes shone bright and clear. He spoke to you. What did he say? Must be Vivian. How do you fare? What have you seen? Do I know you, sir? I'm certain I would remember if we had met. You are the daughter of Dionys, the local Vavasaur, aren't you? 
I don't expect to find many other young ladies on this road to his estate unless your water nymph, arisen out of the fountain, to capture me. That would be exciting, are you a nymph? No, sir. I was merely out gathering herbs. Herbs? Look, what herb is that there, the blue one? Why, this is a betony flower. What is it for? It can be used to brew a tea for treating fevers of the blood. The sanguine humour. Yes. It also smells lovely. Very good. Observant. You seem like a girl has a bit of the gift to her. Has anyone ever told you that? Well, my grandmother was Diana, the goddess of the hunt. Or so father says. Diana. Oh, the virgin huntress, huh? The untouched goddess of the moon. Perhaps you have some of her aspect. Take me to your father, child. May I take your arm? The road is uneven, and I'm not as young as I once was. For the better part of a year, Merlin would come and go from my father's manor. Whenever, whenever he, he was around, around whenever he was around, everywhere, everywhere I, I went, went, everywhere I, went I, felt I felt his, his eyes, eyes on me. Had you ever been wanted by a man before? No. I was an innocent girl, innocent alone girl, on a small estate. I'd barely seen men. But everywhere you went, now there was Merlin. Yes. <laughs> Typical. He was so old. But also, the most fascinating man I'd ever met. His intensity and his wisdom. And he paid me much attention. Did he tell you that you were different? Did he tell you that you were Did special? He, you that you were he special? said, that you were special. I was destined for more than this backwards manor in Brittany. And he could take you where you belong? Show you the wide world? Yes. He started to teach me his craft. Astrology, herb lore, necromancy. And he said, I took to magic like I was born to it. But the most powerful magics, Vivian, aren't incantations or potions. They can't be written or bottled. The great spells are felt. Felt in the union of opposites. Opposites? Opposites? Oh, please. There is mighty power in joining opposites. Growth and decay, sun and moon, man and woman. Man and woman? How tiresome. I know how this story goes. I can imagine it started with his hand on yours while you spoke, then your arm brushing your cheek with a wizened finger. Yes. Sitting nearer and nearer on the bench, his hand on your leg, plying you with wine, gifts. Yes. Did he have you? He came to my bedchamber when my father was away. Ooh, how lurid. Go on. He started caressing my hair, telling me that he and I would accomplish great things, the sort songs would be sung of. He told me I was beautiful. Then he... Forced himself on you. When he grabbed me, I pushed him off and ran. Suddenly, instead of a kindly mentor, I saw his eyes blazing and remembered the stories that he was the child of the devil. And he wanted me, and I was alone with him. I was frightened, 
and I ran into the night, away from my home. I just kept running, barefoot and cold, until at last I stumbled onto the shore of a lake. A lake I didn't remember being so near my home. Then, out of the water, there rose a woman, pale and ageless. Child Vivi, do not be afraid. I am Nimue, called by some the Lady of the Lake. If you take my hand, you are welcome to my kingdom underwater. Beneath the still surface of the lake, you will be safe to learn and grow. As a woman and a wielder of the cycles of sorcery, you feel even now flowing in your blood. Here, you will ever belong, and you shall never be helpless. Join us, little sister. Come freely, and of your own volition. Take this first step into your future. So I took her hand and walked under the waves. I stayed under the lake, living as an initiate into the old ways for many years. It was there I met Lancelot. He was also a child refugee beneath the water. Really? Handsome Sir Lancelot with the priestesses of Avalon? I'd ask the obvious and appropriate questions, but that man is such a cold fish I already know nothing interesting would have happened. You have a base mind. Yes, I know. So why did you come to Arthur's court? You knew Merlin was there. It was nothing to do with Merlin. I became involved with a knight named Garlon. I left the Blessed Isle to pursue a new goal. Garlon, the invisible knight? It's not important. Garlon's son of Amfortas, the guardian of the Holy Grail. What trouble were you mucking about in Vivian? Nothing Merlin is a part of. I returned from the lake a woman. A sorceress with powers of my own, no longer a vulnerable child. Merlin and I became, well, allies of a sort. Then friends. Dear friends. As equals. Why do I doubt he saw it the same way? Dinner is ready. Put that old scroll away, Vivian. Your obsession with the grail is taking its toll on you. Is that a little grey in your hair? Ah, why are the miracles of this holy grail the same as those attributed to the Lapis Exilis or the, or the Shining Sword of Nuada? It sounds like the people are getting their stories mixed up over the years. Oh, they're all the same thing. Rocks and cups and swords, the same? Yes. Oh, maybe. Sacred mysteries aren't for us to line up and put on shelves and have the Chamberlain take inventory for us. This one is holy, that one is pagan, this one is mine, that one is yours, this is a miracle, and that is a trick. They are what they are. (laughs) If there are any gods, there's only one god. Different facets of one truth, one existence. Christians, Druids, Jews, Romans, Saracens, not so different. For there to be any future, you need to understand that. Any future? 
can't you see the future, Merlin? Less and less every day. Please come eat dinner with me, my dove. You know I am a tired old fool who gets cantankerous when I'm hungry. Of course. You are haggard and feeble and need your supper. Be nice. The destiny of the land must wait. The ancient and decrepit druid Merlin must have his victuals, lest he become cranky. Stop. <laughs> the soup is cold on the table. Please join, venerable Merlin. Let us speak of busy nothings. Did you know Lady Enid has forsworn the affection of Sir Agravain? He had worn the token of another lady at a distant tournament. Thought she wouldn't find out. I had heard. Good for her. Oh, what about her and Grifflet? He's a nice lad. <gasps> Grifflet? Oh my, you haven't heard. Well, you wouldn't tell anyone, but he was out in the company of some very pretty lady. So is that where he went? Is Merlin off looking for the grail? No. He went... Wait. 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 I know who you are. Do you? Yes. I recognise you now. You're the Witch Queen of the North. Anna Morgaus. Sister of Lady Morgan and King Arthur. True. <laughs> Aren't you keen? Merlin travelled to meet with you in Orkney. Against my advice. Oh, I remember. He showed up uninvited, unwelcome, and was not much of a guest. In fact, I'm afraid we had a bit of a spat. Words were exchanged. So I imagine. When he came back, he wouldn't eat. He had nightmares. Kept mumbling in his sleep about you and your son. Oh, how sad. Then he woke up screaming and went mad. He spent a year living in the woods like a savage. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, that's so funny. I drove the great Merlin, for whom the very rock salutes and the night grows pale, mad. <laughs> a woman raises her voice to him, and Merlin, the kingmaker, lost his <laughs> we're very rich. Yes, and you left the king without his kingmaker. There, there, Melora. It's time for sleep. Do you want a story? Children love stories. Let's see. Here is one Merlin used to tell me. It's a good one. You see, there was a bee and a fly. And they were sitting on a flower or something, talking. And the fly said to the bee, I am greater than you are. I can go where you would never be welcome. I can even land on a king. And you, bee, you toil all day long, all year, searching for pollen and storing up honey, yet it is all taken from you. So, 
The bee listens and says, You may be right, fly. You may be right, but it is easy to see that you are more wicked than I, because you stir up trouble everywhere. Land where you will, go where you will, but you will never be honored for what you do. Because of my work, I am loved, cherished, and protected. <laughs> yes, I like bees more than flies, too. But they can sting you, you know. So the moral of the story is that you should work hard, I suppose. Don't eat dung. I just don't know. Merlin would always tell stories like this. They were supposed to teach me lessons, prepare me. If he were here, he could explain what you're supposed to learn from the story. I don't know. I don't feel very prepared right now. If Merlin were here, I just think things would be better. He could tell you stories and know why. He could see the future. And, and he would have been able to help your mother with the baby. You would have a little brother. Lots of things would be, would be very different now. And Gwen would still... I don't think Merlin's coming back this time, Melora. I just feel it. I'm not sure I can do this without him. I'm... I'm like a turtle in a tree branch. I didn't get here myself, and now I don't know what to do now. I just feel... <clears throat> I just feel so alone. Hush, my sweet one, sleep serenely. Now, my darling, slumber deep. Father rocks you, sighing softly. Close your eyes now, go to sleep. Anna, does Arthur know does about Arthur Mordred? Know? You mean that my son Mordred is his? Yes. Wait, is there more? Isn't that enough? Does he know? I assume so, but I've not gotten around to asking. Why did you do it? Why seduce the king? Power. Power. Why else? Arthur was a boy. All it took was a raised eyebrow and a sideways glance to summon him to my bed. It wasn't hard to make sure I conceived that night. He was inexperienced, but enthusiastic. If I told him I was pregnant with his little prince, he would have taken me from Lot to be queen of all Britain, like his father did to my mother. Or, I might have had to kill Lot, 
easy enough, and then gone to Arthur. Or just stayed with Lot and kept Arthur wrapped around my finger for years. So many wonderful plans, all ruined by Merlin's cruel little jest. That Arthur was your brother? Yes, well, half-brother. From that piece of filth, Uther, but still distasteful, although not unheard of in old Celtic tribes of the north. Sibling marriage protects the sacredness in royal blood. Christians worry more about that sort of thing. I suspect Arthur was pulling his hair out. You have much reason to hate Merlin. More than enough. He killed my father. He watched my mother be ravished, and on for decades now, he's been whispering in King's ears, fostering endless civil war on this island. Widows and orphans and bastards of rape must be beyond counting all because of Merlin. And don't forget, that includes Arthur. And Merlin? Well, his father was the devil, so... Maybe that was to be expected. Yes, and Merlin takes after his father. Did he ever tell you what he did to my little Mordred? Oh, he did. I can see it in your face. When he sent knights with black shields across the north to steal babies, dozens of them ripped crying from their mother's bosom. All in an attempt to hunt down and kill Mordred. He posted of that to you. Merlin confessed it to me on our recent trip across the Channel. It wasn't boasting. Don't you tell me he regretted it. Don't, Don't you, you dare tell dare me he tell was me. Sorry. 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 Where is he who knows? From the great deep to the great deep he goes. Merlin? I am right behind you in the boat, if you become weary of staring at the grey horizon. Mm. Yes. Can you swim? The boat is perfectly safe. Can you swim? Yes. I cannot. The watery depths would pull me down to my doom like naiads abducting Hylas. Stop being so gloomy. It's peaceful out here on the waves. Not to my eyes. Endless expanse of dark water. It reminds me too much of what we did to the child Mordred. And the other May babies. In Orkney. Tell me. It had to be done. What did you do? Sir Kay helped, but it was me. He organized the gathering up of the children born of the first of May. I convinced Art to look away. I gave the order. I think mayhaps Art would have stopped it. But it had to be. Oh, Merlin. How could you? It had to be done. For the realm, safety, for the boy, too much at stake. I had to protect Art. Those children? What became of them? They were supposed to be sent to a monastery in Daneland. One more boatload of nameless refugee children, and a bag of gold to make it worth the monk's while. But they... 
never arrived. I heard tale of the ship wrecking on some rocks, but never anything more. Infants consigned to the icy northern seas. Vanished into the darkness and forgotten. How did the child Mordred live? I don't know. I don't know. I suspect the Lady Morgan, or the cruel hand of chance, the will of God. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. You're vexing yourself, my dear heart. Relax. Breathe in the sea air. We're away from the pressures of court, free to breathe and heal and perhaps forgive. I've been in the service of one king or another for three generations. Four, I lose count. I've done too much to be forgiven. It's so late now. It's not too late. Leave it in the lap of the gods. You deserve a rest. We will be in Brittany soon. A new beginning. With you, Vivian, I feel anything is possible. Why can't we give ourselves one more chance? Where are we, Anna? What is this place? What is this well, place? it what is certainly this is an Orkney. How did you get here? How long have you been here? Answer me. I don't. I don't know. know. I, don't, I know. don't know. Yes, you do. Let the truth be laid bare. We aren't anywhere, are we? Perceptive priestess, this is the Onwin betwixt and between one world and the next, on a dangerous threshold in a realm of shadows in mist. The Onwin? How did you bring me here? Bring you? <laughs> I didn't know such thing. Now, it is my turn to show you something, daughter of Avalon. Behold this. In the wild woods of Brosiliand, before an oak so hollow, huge and old, it looks like an ivy-covered tower of stone. And at the foot of the tree lay the wily Vivian, her body cold and still in the wet underbrush. Look! No! What did you do to me? I found you. In truth, I'm your best chance at help. Whatever happened there, every mystic heard it from Orkney, probably as far as Byzantium, and it almost destroyed you. No. Look at your body lying there. Your breathing, your final shallow breaths, laying in the mud in a ripped bodice somewhere in Brittany. And And I'm sitting comfortably by my altar in Orkney, drinking mulled wine. And we meet here to chat on the edge of the other world. What do you want? Tell me what happened to the Archdruid Merlin. Where is he? 
I... I brought him here. To this forest. Why? What did he do to you? I've sent spirits riding the four winds to locate Merlin. Why can't I find him? He's here, He's here with me. I see nothing. I brought him to this glade, knowing what I had to do. And he... He must have known too. Show me! Come, Merlin, hurry, or we shall be soaked. There's a hollow underneath that great oak's roots. We can take shelter there. Oh, good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, why do I fool you? And where do you go? (laughs) Look, there's a cave back there. It's still fairly dry. Let us rest here. Oh, dearest Vivian, this is where we first met. No, darling. That was back on my father's estate, at the fountain by the road. Oh, yes. How could I forget? As it began. Come closer. There's still a chill. I've always known somehow we'd be here. Just you and I, here, together. Yes. Perhaps in the end some people do get what they deserve. I'm ready, Merlin. Ready? For you to finally show me those greatest of all magics. The joining of opposites. As man and woman? Yes. Come to me. Show me. You're truly ready now. Willing? Yes. Oh, my beloved. Gaze on me, eyes of immortal splendor. Let me lay my hand on your hair. Your lips are scarlet and your voice is tender. Your cheek is like the rose of Persia. At last, you for whom my soul has cried. You at last, what matters beside? Oh, sacred love. I know that you are mine, and all my joy to know that I am thine. I am a prophet no more, but a desolate and voiceless man. I burn for you like fire. The waves soothe the fire. The stones crash with the waves. The tide wears away the stone. The mist rises from the sea. The sea is forever. 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 Give me your magic, Merlin. Remove the veil from all your powers. Reveal yourself to me. Go with this, me. I cannot resist you. I am your slave. Obey me. I command you come, so I may kneel before you. You are mine. I possess you. I belong to you forever. Oh, Merlin, I cannot wait any longer. I need you now. Cast me from your spell. Let me go. Merlin. Merlin. Oh, Merlin. Vivian. Vivian. Vivian, my goddess. Merlin. Merlin. Vivian. Vivian. You circle me, waving the fluttering wind around, spinning your hair like the three sisters spin the threads of fate. I shall not be fooled by you, though your face is fair. I shall not live without love, though the world should forget my songs, and I shall forget its woes. From my hair a shroud I spin, 
wrought of magic and of sin. Merlin, all I learned of thee, yet no naught to set you free. Here in stupor shall thou lie, till a thousand years go by. But one thought for company, Thou liest here for love of me. Oh, oh, Vivian. Oh, oh, Vivian. Vivian. Vivian, Vivian. Vivian. Vivian, it's... It's so dark in here. Where's the cave entrance? I, I can't see. Uh, where are you? I can't find you. Vivian! <sighs> I saw this all before. I knew this would happen. At least I think I did. And yet I came anyway. Is that worth something? Look after heart for me. Vivian. Please. Vivian. I am sorry, Merlin. You've done too much to be allowed to go on. Too much wickedness now sealed away, besotted by lust and hubris. There is so much blood on your hands. If there's to be this golden age for Britain, I'm sorry, my beloved, but there's no place for you in it. You will be sealed in that cave beneath the tree forever, lost to life and use and name. And fame. Oh, Merlin. And you left him there, trapped in that living stone. I never suspected you had such iron in you. Now you know, Anna Morgaus. And now you know what happened to old Merlin. Now what becomes of me? Am I in your power? You are going to wake up now. I will show you the way back to your flesh. You will awaken, and this will all be as a dream. You are going to wake up now. I suppose I should thank you. Yes, you should. Are you happy now? Happy? There's no room for joy. Or for regret. I loved him and hated him. I feared him and pitied him. I saved him and then I ended him. The feelings of a little girl long forgotten are of no concern. My, my, how you've grown. 
But do any of us ever truly stop being the little girls we once were? We'll see. Someday. And this is where we part way, for now. I hope the future sees us not as enemies. You know the most powerful charm now. Of woven paces and of waving hands. We could accomplish much together. You would trust me. When you saw what I did to one who loved me most. Trust those who want the same thing you want. Trust those with the same enemies. Never trust for love. That was Merlin's folly. And I used his love to ensnare him. And there he shall stay, entombed beneath that oak. As long as there's the wind and the stars and the rainbow, he is trapped without end. That is where you are wrong, sister. It's comforting to think otherwise, I know, but understand this, Vivian. Everything ends. Everything ends. Hello, this is Olivia Steele, and I played Anna Morgaus. In the earliest recorded histories, King Arthur had sisters named Anna and Elaine. Later stories added half-sisters Morgaus, who is usually the mother of Arthur's son Mordred, and Morgan Le Fay, who is a sorceress and is often portrayed as openly villainous. It is common in retellings of the legends to mix the traits and roles of these characters around, sometimes also incorporating the different magical ladies of the lake, some benevolent, and some wicked. In the 1981 film Excalibur, all of these women were combined into just one character, the evil Morgana. Written by Morgan Z. Soul. Post-production by Greg Clancy. Featuring Chandler Walpole as Arthur, Julia Eve as Vivian, and Livia Steele as Anna Morgos, with Jackson Trent as Merlin, also featuring the voice talents of Nicola Branch as Nimue, Abigail Souter as Morgan Le Fay, and Joshua Kibbe as Lancelot. Original music by Nicola Branch. Additional music by Kevin McLeod. Your narrator was Nicola Branch. Hi there. Are you a fan of all things horror? Yeah? You are? Well, in that case, find Tuesday Terrors, which is the mutual audio feed that comes out on a Tuesday, believe it or not. Shock horror, I know. But if you subscribe there, you'll find amazing horror fiction audio in your player every Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday Terrors. Subscribe to the Mutual Audio Network. The Mutual Audio Drama Network, where we listen and imagine together.